Giorgino mio, she said, it is all being so wonderful. There seems a new atmosphere about the house since my guru came. Something holy and peaceful. Do you not notice it? Delicious, said Georgie, inhaling the potpourri. What is he doing now? Meditating and preparing for our class. I do hope dear Daisy will not bring in discordant elements. Oh, but that's not likely, is it? said Georgie. I thought he said she had so much light. Yes, he did, but now he's a little troubled about her, I think. She did not want him to go away from her house, and she even sent over here for some silk pyjamas belonging to her husband, which he thought she had given him. But Robert didn't think so at all. The guru brought them across yesterday after he had left good thoughts for her in her house. But it was the guides who wished him to come here. They told him so distinctly. It would have been very wrong of me not to do as they said. She gave a great sigh. Let us have an hour with Mozart, she said, and repel all thought of discord. My guru says that music and flowers are good influences for those who are walkers on the way. He says that my love for both of them, which I have had all my life, will help me very much. For one moment the mundane world obtruded itself into the calm peace. Any news in particular, she asked? I saw you drive back from the station yesterday afternoon, for I happened to be looking out of the window in a little moment of leisure. The guru says I work too hard, by the way. And your sisters were not with you, and yet there were two cabs and a quantity of luggage. Did they not come? Georgie gave a respectably accurate account of all that had happened, omitting the fact of his terror when he first awoke, for that was not really a happening, and had had no effect on his subsequent proceedings. He also admitted the adventure about his hair, for that was quite extraneous, and said what fun they had all had over their supper at half-past two this morning. I think you are marvellously brave, Georgie, said she, and most good-natured. You must have been sending out love, and so were full of it yourself, and that casts out fear. She spread the music open. Anything else? she asked. Georgie took his seat and put his rings on the candle bracket. Oh, yes, he said, Olga Bracely, the prima donna, you know, and her husband, are arriving at the Ambermere Arms this afternoon for a couple of days. The old fire kindled. No, exclaimed Lucia, then they'll be here for my party tomorrow. Fancy if she would come and sing for us. I shall certainly leave cards today and write later in the evening asking her. I've been asked to go and see her, said Georgie, not proudly. The music rest fell down with a loud slap, but Lucia paid no attention. Let us go together, then, she said. Who asked you to call on her? Lady Ambermere, he said. When she was in here yesterday, she never mentioned it to me, but she would certainly think it very odd of me not to call on friends of hers and be polite to them. What time shall we go? 